0: Tripping with the Nelsons, yeah. Tripping with the Nelsons, yeah.
1: <laughs> Creative.
0: Yeah, I couldn't remember how to play the chords. <sighs> <We're>
1: just... uh... <laughs> <laughs> this uh, episode is sponsored by Two Brothers Surf Camp, Two Brothers, Nicaragua. Two Brothers
0: Surf Resort,
1: the Gregory Brothers, our homies, feeding us their fresh catch of the day, every day in Nexpa. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We're coming to you from Saladita.
0: Saladita. This whole last little stretch has been in Guerrero, the state of Guerrero, Mexico. Every state that we go to, I say, is now my favorite Mexican state, but I think Guerrero is definitely winning.
1: Yeah, we started it off. We left Punta Mita and headed south. And our first stop was T- La Ticla. And we got to do some real cool camping there. La Ticla is like-
0: Oh, Arroyo Seco.
1: Oh, good call. Arroyo Seco.
0: Yeah, we Where made our it.
1: our truck finally got stuck in the sand, kinda. We got to use our sand trap things.
0: Sand, sand skids or sand Whatever tracks. it is, things
1: you put on the, the tires. We deflated the tires. It was like a two minute ordeal, but.
0: Yeah, we we did it preemptively. We may not have been stuck, but I figured rather than spinning the wheels, we might as well go ahead and just make sure we were cruising. And yeah, then we camped alone on this beautiful beach called Playa Chica in a tiny little pueblo called Arroyo Seco.
1: Yeah, and the, Arroyo Seco has Playa Grande and Playa Chica. Yeah, and Playa Grande has like all the houses and the restaurant. And uh, Playa Chica has nothing. We are just there by ourselves with sunsets and mosquitoes. We are in mosquito land, Landia now. We got ripped up there. But that's not what's important. Tell them about the surf, chaining
0: The surf there was very fun. I think Playa Grande is probably a really popular surf spot. There's like a right at the top and a left at the other end, probably like a half mile beach and Pretty good exposure, beach break the whole way, but then Playa Chica is super fun. Wedge at either end, but it's a really small beach. And I boogie boarded for a couple hours and got a bunch of tubes and then surfed later. And if you were like a spry 20 year old, then it's a dream. It was like, it was like a pretty special little wedgie wave.
1: No shade, we ought to put our shade structure up. Thanks, Kate and Gary boy we got one of those nin- sun ninjas where you, it's uh just like a piece of material and you pack it with sand and a couple of poles and that's been saving our lives on these big sandy beaches then we hit the road and headed south to la ticla yeah, then we went
0: to la ticla which is a cool little surf spot it's just like a bunch of camping right around this like Rivermouth Cobblestone Point. it's it's like a little miniature trestles with uh, a lot less people. Still crowded. It's Gringolandia for sure. hold
1: have a lot of significance for me because I finally let go of the nine one and got on the donkey constructed uh, seven five the family board and um, duck dove, and I actually scored some waves on that thing, I I've been, I wasn't sure, you know, and it's, it's been a really good transition from the longboard onto a midsize, and it's been super fun. Um, Latiqua is super iry, so is Nexpa. The, I don't know if like development is just like not allowed, um, but, or if it's being, stopped by some but there's no like big fancy hotels and the towns have very little to offer as far as like groceries go and stuff and...
0: yeah they're both very small the buildings are quaint
1: they have those thatched roofs and or the palm what are those called thatch roofs with the palm fronds you know and um, just super iry vibes
0: Yeah, real chill.
1: Speaking of Irie, everyone smokes so much weed in those places. Weed is legal in Mexico, at least decriminalized, I guess. It's confusing. I'm not sure what it is for tourists. They
0: were calling it decriminalized. Yeah. And uh, you can't cross state lines with it, so. And you can't
1: buy it at the store, like, you know, it's not like California where you just can go to the store and buy weed. You have to still score it from somebody or something, but Boy, oh boy, La Ticla just was a cloud of smoke. And that's where we met that interesting family.
0: Oh, yeah, Dwayne. I can't remember Dwayne's name. He
1: has some ripping kids.
0: Really cool. Some more Canadians. But expats, they're like full-time down here. They have a nice apartment that's their main home in Mazatlan and then they spend a lot of time in La Tikla and the kids are surfing and ripping and uh just really cool smart um you know out of the matrix kind of family yeah. totally homeschooled the kids have never gone to school yeah they were living in Whistler and the kids were already snowboarding when they became like a regular school age and uh had free choice and they were like, but what? So the lifts only operate from nine to five and schools from nine to five? Like, we don't want to do that. And so their parents were like, well, you don't have to, as long as you can keep up. Like, we'll do the schoolwork at home. And uh, I guess, so Gabriel, the boy, when he was yeah, five yeah. years old, finished fifth grade math. And they've just been striving ever since. (laughs) He told his
1: daughter, if you could figure out a way to make more money than your teachers, then you don't have to go to school anymore. (laughs) Because she's like, this is so dumb. Like, it's the same thing. Like, once a week I check in and we talk about the same thing. It reminds me of Groups of Ten when I was tutoring uh, little Billy in school. We did Groups of Ten for like two years straight, Um, but uh, Anyway, it's just a, a reminder that, like, there's so much more going on out of the box, you know? We um, kind of look at the system that's set up in the United States as, like, that's the only way. And then we get out here and there's just so many different ways to be living. Uh, one of our favorite couples we met are from Vancouver Island, Gabrielle and uh, Natalia. And
0: Natalia, yeah. We've been kind of traveling alongside them ever since we first crossed the border into Baja. They're going all the way to Costa Rica as well.
1: Yeah, and Nexpo is super special because we ran into them there and then we ran into uh, Marsh and Augie, our new homies. And it was the first time we were really with like kind of like peers doing the same thing as us. We're all driving, chasing swell, going south, um, you know, headed into Central America
0: surfing our brains out.
1: Surfing our brains out. And it was just so great because you sit there and then someone from the group is like, are you out there? Or do you want to go get some ice cream? Which, I mean, I was just like, what's next? (laughs) 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 You're not surfing, you're eating ice cream with these homies, and it's just like heaven on
0: earth. Nexpo was the best. The surf was... Unbelievable. La Ticla was a nice little warm-up for it and then Expo was just firing every day and the people were super groovy and the surf spot was set up like it could easily handle the crowd. There was unlimited good waves and the people we were hanging out with were just so much fun.
1: Yeah, and a lot more locals in the water, a lot more Mexican surfing. In La Ticla, there's a bunch of little kids, I mean, and adults.
0: Major yeah. local crowd there, but they didn't yeah. come out until 5 p.m. Yeah,
1: that was kind of interesting. And uh,
0: next by the locals tend to surf the whole time more right? more, yeah.
1: And then here in Saladita, it's changed from like 70 year old white men to it's just super hot in their 20s, ripping longboard girls just straight, you know, buns out everywhere you look. There's like nalgas, pumpies in your face ripping as they come by like hanging ten. It's really fun and a lot of Mexican chicks out there, which I'm so happy about because, um, you know, no ladies surfing, we're like one maybe. And then like even, you know, where we live, It's just such a white dominated sport. It's really nice to see people who aren't just the stereotypical surfer out there. Killing it, ripping, ripping, beautiful, just gorgeous surfing out there here at uh, Saladita.
0: It's actually, I hadn't really thought about it until right now, and this will sound a little rude, but even though the surf is really crowded here, This is the first spot that's not packed with Canadian surfers. And it's kind of nice that it's actual locals. Even if a lot of them are gringas, they live here. Um, It's kind of cool. Yeah,
1: that's interesting.
0: It's a real local scene all day.
1: Um, Yeah, and and it seems like the more south we go, the younger the expats become. Mm -hmm. Like up there in Lo De Marcos, it was still the 65 to 80 year old crowd, which we loved. But I think they like that weather and you know less mosquitoes.
0: And... Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, we left Nexpa. Really, really feeling good. Yeah, our homies
1: were out just spear fishing. Jamie got his spear, his spear out and showed it to the professional spearfishers. They went on big missions next is the only place where i've surfed, where the waves would be pumping and then they would just see the birds diving into the water and like half the surfers would like run out and go grab their fishing poles or whatever or their spears and be like i'm done i'm done surfing let's go fishing they were so pumped on fishing
0: yeah also there you know there's a, a bunch of full timers and seasonal long-term people staying and it's a full camping scene. <laughs> Excuse me. It's uh, um, not nearly as, you know, there's no RVs. Although Matt lived in a big old school bus. Uh, yeah. But it's a, you know, it, it's a more hippie-ish mm-hmm. gypsy scene than Lo Marcos and places like that. But um, three nights, out of the four nights we were there, we had like big group dinners, eating fresh caught fish and potluck style. You know, everybody bringing something, including tables and chairs to all get together, and it was a really super cool community.
1: Yeah, and you guys, Mexico. Right, I want to go back there. Mexico right now, right now is in like an apoca of just being like super chill for tourism. We're not really sure, you know, we can talk privately. There's certain things you're not allowed to talk about on air, but definitely the system that they've worked out with alternative government and the actual government um, is really benefiting tourism right now. I think they just figured, like, the more of us who come, the more money everyone makes, and, yeah, uh, and also the, kind of idea of keeping the beaches clean. and Everything's so much cleaner than it ever was. Like where, we, where we're where we sitting right now, I camped 20 years ago and I remember sitting here just with trash in every, like just everywhere. And you just kind of had to ignore it like as part of how, just how things are here, I guess. And now it's like really, like you see a can or, you know, but it's not like just all that plastic, like a million plastic bottles. And, really beautiful.
0: Yeah there's a lot of signs in every little beach town that are like help us protect the beaches and and also I think um, you know for the locals there's a lot of signage that's like no tiré basura and uh, you know keep Mexico clean and stuff And, and I can't remember where I was going from there It is a lot better, it's nice. (laughs) But speaking of Amy sitting right here 20 years ago, also we're staying in the same house that we stayed in eight years ago when we were here together, La Casa Verde. There was like that whole uh, surf movie that I made of us surfing here. We're staying in the same house. Yeah, We're sitting in front of it, looking at it right now.
1: That worked out (laughs) kind of funny because this used to be a place you could camp in a lot of places but uh, Masala Adita has just blown up like there's no open real estate. There's a little bit of places you still can camp though we saw it's just not so obvious when you arrive where those places are.
0: And it's paying.
1: Yeah everything's paid camping. Basically almost everywhere we've gone we're just kind of choosing to support the locals right like because we can and it makes it more safe and they look out for your stuff and also we're coming to their their land
0: we gotta like help them out you know yeah if they need six dollars (laughs) and (laughs) 25 cents to camp to set us up somewhere or like you know offer us some shade and usually there's a toilet and a some fresh water to shower with involved in that six dollars to next but we paid 12.50 a night Yeah. That was brutal. (laughs)
1: We've been asked a few questions. One is, what are, and this is kind of on the fly, maybe we should have made a list. What are the things we are finding most crucial that we have brought? Or what will we recommend to people to bring? Can you think of any?
0: All five surfboards. Don't leave any surfboards at home. (laughs) You're going to want them all. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. I I bought last minute, because Krista said, get a fan or something. I bought, like, what's happened with these rechargeable fans over the years is amazing. And I had this just little uh, rechargeable fan that lasts eight hours, and that has just saved our lives. I would highly recommend that.
0: Yeah, for sleeping, it's big time. Um, and then one of those hooded rash guards for surfing or two, you know. Um, Because sometimes you have to get your laundry done. And when you get your laundry done, you don't just go to the laundromat. You drop it off at the laundromat, which is sweet. So you have to have two hooded rash guards so that you don't (laughs) ever expose your head to the sun while you're surfing.
1: Yeah, and uh, what else? I mean, I guess we should answer that question better another time. Oh, I know what you should bring. And I feel so frustrated because I grabbed these things and then i left them but you really want to bring some sesame seed oil and like all the you know all the vinegars and oils and stuff that like you you just can't get them down here they're so valuable all the weird i don't know your spices your until they run out like everything spice or
0: the sesame oil would be nice because if you're traveling like we are and meeting people like we are, you're going to have some poke bowls at some point. Yeah, and that like, you know, just a nice way of eating some freaking fresh caught tuna.
1: Yeah, we've been hitting Walmart up, actually. Um, we've got turned on. That's where you get the organic greens in the bag and uh, we just never thought in a million years that we'd be excited to see a Walmart. But now we're like, pull over there and that's
0: where we're getting our healthiest food. That's where you get arugula and kale and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then also the sprouting jar.
1: Oh yeah, it's pretty sprouts. sweet,
0: sprouting on the road is not a bummer.
1: Yeah, the sprouts are famous. Everyone loves the sprouts. Mm-hmm. We've had some ups, up and down with the sprouts, but it's been all up. the broccoli sprouts.
0: Yeah we had one we had one thing I didn't think of that if you're in a car with broccoli sprouts it smells like steamed broccoli (laughs) so you don't want to do broccoli sprouts in your car but anything else is fine and yeah you wouldn't want to do sunflower sprouts either that takes too long but clover sprouts alfalfa sprouts all the standards.
1: Um, Yeah we cut down our first coconut, finally. Popped that open. We were not allowed to have a machete. I mean, I bet we could have a machete, but they asked us not to as tourists. Or at least cons-
0: you're not allowed to cross the border with one.
1: Yeah, but if you got pulled over and you had a machete, would that be different? Maybe it would be different. We're not sure. We haven't really looked into it. So we're using like a axe. Which probably we're not allowed to have either. <laughs> a saw, I'm a sure drill. We have a hatchet. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's been kind of fun. We're
0: we're not. It's really... easier to go give somebody a dollar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just watched them. Magically There's a guy
0: tra- right over yeah, there tra- with tra- some coconuts, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like the right <laughs> amount of ripe. I got I got my first beach <laughs>
1: ma- massage finally. We uh, I. We splurged for me, because Jamie gets to drink beer, so we figured his beer budget entitles me to a massage every now and then.
0: Anyway, I don't know what else to tell these people. Yeah, now we're longboarding. We're staying here for a week, and the waves are just, there's been so much swell. It's super consistent ever since we got to mainland Mexico. Well, ever since we left Marcos, We've had, two solid weeks of really good january south swell so we're scoring um and the whole next week's pumping too and we don't know what to do
1: yeah send us tell us what to do send us your recommendations
0: we have to leave if you're here familiar with this area i kind of want to just go back to Nexpa, but also we have to keep going south
1: we'd like to i'd like to keep going south but I mean, we went all the way up to Oregon to get to Mexico, so maybe. Yeah, maybe and then we
0: went they're... from we went from Dana Point to Arroyo Grande, to get to Mexico too. Yeah. So who knows?
1: One last question we were asked is uh, from Jenna. What she asked us about? What are? Some is it
0: easier or harder than we expected it to be to find camping? Yeah. Um, I Overlander. At, we're all
1: using it. Like that's how everyone's finding everything down here. That is such a killer app. Free.
0: Yeah, whether you're paying or not. Like yeah, I thought of I Overlander as a source for overlanders. Like uh, people who are trying not to spend any money. But people are posting everything on there. Like you know, every camp RV parks, regular campgrounds, free camping. restaurant parking lot parking like anything you can do and
1: then alex and marsh marshall turned us on to pocket earth which is a offline gps map so when you're online you kind of download the areas where you're going to be heading and so then when you're driving if you're in and out of the internet um, it's an offline map so you could follow that map because sometimes um, google maps or apple maps malfunction we try to get the blue line going, but uh, we mess that up too. We try to remember to download music because we cannot get much radio. And uh, we mess that up too. We forget what we're supposed to do on the internet. when we get it.
0: When we were passing through uh, Puerto Vallarta, there was a great radio station, noventa punto nueve, that was playing like, spanish language music that is not like you hear on american spanish language radio like all kinds of rock and there was one band that was a different station but there was a band that sounded just like like a the strokes in spanish that was pretty rad but uh noventa nueve punto nueve puerto Puerto Vallarta if you can look that up online you might hear some surprisingly good stuff. One of our favorites isn't even a Mexican band it was a Spanish band from Madrid in the 80s called Hombres G or Los yeah. Hombres G. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. I'll be listening to that. We also got
1: the most killer um, just little side street carnitas tacos in Puerto Vallarta. Mm. Um, we were trying. We've been kind of trying to figure out how to refill our our propane, and I think we have a lead global gas. But we went to another g- gas place, and they said that uh, like the fix the fixture we have or whatever that called yeah doesn't, whatever it
0: their nozzle wouldn't doesn't fit. Wouldn't fit into our canister.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of been the thing. Anyway, so we've been on this wild goose chase, and it always leads us to tacos.
0: Yeah, that caused us to, you know, spend a couple hours in Puerto Vallarta instead of just blowing through. And we had some bomb tacos from some really cool ladies.
1: And we're in the land, too, now, where you just are getting your tortillas at the tortilleria. Um Baja didn't have it. I mean, they did have tortillerias. We just weren't hitting them up as much or I something. I guess so, yeah. But we're finally privy to that. You just go and they give you, like, a kilo of um, fresh, hot, hot, hot tortillas.
0: tortillas. So Usually bomb. harina though, huh?
1: I think it's a mix. A
0: mix. It's not straight corn.
1: Yeah. It's so a, good though. Yeah. Man. Amazing.
0: And well, then also <laughs> when we're going from one camp site to another, which seems like we tended, we've been tending to camp places three or four nights, two, three, four nights. But when we're driving to a new one, Um, there's these roadside roasted chicken places so you just like instead of cooking dinner the first night when you're setting up camp and everything just like the last town you pass through before you get there you just pull over a place with the barbecue or the rotisserie going and buy a chicken dinner so you get a whole roasted chicken and some rice and salad and sauces and tortillas and tortillas so bomb for like
1: not even 20 bucks right like 200 hundred. the last one pesos. we got was
0: two whole chickens plus rice and salad and it was like 14 dollars or something yeah it was 180 pesos 180 so oh, right shit. now that's, yeah yeah like that's less bucks. than 12 bucks
1: right now i don't know it keeps changing it keeps going down and up and down but we were we're kind of guessing it's like 16 pesos to the dollar we don't know like here, they're saying it's fourteen fifty to the dollar. If you were to give someone a dollar, they'd give you four, 14,
0: $14, $14.50 pesos. I don't know. Uh, we haven't been living that life. We have plenty of pesos. Yeah,
1: we have plenty of pesos because we go to the ATM. Um, anyway, I think we're just talking the heads off now.
0: Yeah, now we're just We're doing well. Oh, we are going for chili rellenos. Maybe some of you know that last time we were here, we had the best Chile Reinos of our lives and we have reservations. At
1: Ilionette's.
0: At Ilionette's. Don't the miss Ilionette's tonight.
1: In solid it defense. used to be
0: on Friday nights, now it's on Sunday nights.
1: Yeah, and um, I was gonna say one more thing, but I guess we lost it, so it's just out.
0: Yep, we out y'all. Hasta luego. Trippin' with the Nelsons, yeah! yeah.